Jack. Give my money, Jack. Ah, uh, two mil, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey yo, we back, we back, we back. Uh man, it's good to be back with y'all, man. Uh we here for another episode of What's Good Bro podcast. Uh we can say we got the full crew, the full crew. Uh we got the full crew in the building, man. I'm really really excited for this episode, man. Uh it's going to be a shoot the breeze episode, but we got a lot to catch up on for real. So, uh you know, we just got to go around get everybody check in, yo. See, you got Calvin, Calvin, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you got to go first this time because yeah. you got a story to tell. Yeah, so I got to go first. Though. You got to go first this time. How you feeling, bro? What's going uh, on, coach? Man. Yo, it's been a tough week, man. It's been a tough week, yo. I found out that I uh, I uh, got the virus out here. Uh, it's, <laughs> yo, it was crazy, man. It definitely put me down, man. Uh, slow the breathing and all that type stuff, man. But, you know, I'm just thankful it wasn't as bad as, you know, a lot of other cases that I heard. So, you know, I'm just trying to get that good rest and, you know, stay with the water, the water close. But, yeah, it happened, man. It fucking happened, dog. <laughs> I was doing so good out here, man. But I'm here. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I ain't no better than nobody else. It's all good. It, it, it'll pass. It'll pass. Bro. Like shit. Like shit. It was a, it's a humbling experience. Stayed away from the fountain, sir. Something like that. <laughs> man, fuck y'all. Enough about me, man. Yo, what's good with y'all, yo? Please go go that squeeze. Oh, well, I've been on vacation from both jobs. Thank the Lord. Uh, um, so I've been chilling for real. I just been chilling, you know, working on my uh, my brand, you know. Here you go. Yeah. House order. Yeah, working on that. Coming up with a new design. Hopefully that'll be done probably by the end of the month. Um, other than that, honestly, just been chilling, chilling. You know, I didn't get COVID. You know, I stayed away from those waterways. Um, <laughs> you know, other than that. <laughs> Drinking and chilling, chilling and drinking. I like how Dre stay quiet doing that. Well, yeah, man. Look, you can't get it if you don't get tested, right? (laughs) Right. Facts. Yeah, honestly, for real, if I didn't get tested, I definitely would have been, you know, still pushing. You get tested every day. I know, and you know, if I didn't, I would. They probably got your picture at the damn front desk. Yeah, honorary tester. We have it ready for you, sir. Like shit. (laughs) You know the the drill. (laughs) (laughs) Head back, nostrils open. (laughs) All right, Jay Punk. What's good, bro? What's good, bro? Um, not really much with me. Uh, you know, still still grinding and growing, as we said last last week. Um, hey, just trying to stay healthy, stay out of the way. That's all. That's what's up. Sunny D, you got, damn, you got a story to tell too. I, I do, man. So, uh, <laughs> so it, you know, it's not too good news. I'm, I'm going to speak in it in the way I'm allowed to speak about it. Um, so an opportunity actually fell through 
when I actually came back from vacation. So I was out on a vacation uh, with my girl for her birthday. And then when I got landed down from uh, from BWI airport, I was in the Uber and I got a text that the job that I was offered was no longer available. Damn. And I was supposed to leave that week to go to said job out of state. So I'd already had, you know, an apartment set up and I was already packing up my stuff. So it was very disheartening. And I had already left my previous employer, which was also pretty bad. Like, so I was just like, I was in shock. So can you go back? I'm I'm trying to work on that now. But as of right now, I'm unemployed after leaving a job willingly. Whoa. So that that that's like that's kind of like a, a a rough spot. I did get a cert out of it. Can't can't really speak too much on that, which was good. It was you know it was a, I got a cert out of that. So hopefully I'm a bit more marketable. But it was a rough spot, man. I I didn't expect it to happen. I thought I saw a ghost when I got the text message. So it was crazy. So I'm out here still grinding. Um, I'm pushing a little bit harder for my voiceover work. So we're gonna see how that works out. So. You know, just out here, just trying to look for the next thing, you know, um, it's, it's an obstacle, but, you know, we we, we got to work through it. You know, we work through adversity over here. Yes, sir. Looking for a manager. I know, I know. I, I, know, I mean, it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> want my cut. What does Snoop say, Calvin? Repeat it. Not with that vest. My trade is what I do. I wear vest. I can't. What do you want me to do? It's what I do. Man, Sonny, yo, just know yo, when one door closed, another big ass door, better door gonna open for yeah, you. Bro. Exactly. I'm praying for you, man. I appreciate it, bro. All right, let me wrap it up. That's you, uh, Dre. It's good. Woo, so you got COVID. I got vaxxed up. <laughs> I got vaxxed up. And was the bad part about it, I was a little... So I, what what day was it? Sunday. Yeah, this past Sunday. Um, shit, it would have been a week ago. Um, so went and got vaxxed. First of all, I thought this shit was going to be like a good five, ten minutes to walk in. Boom, boom, boom. It's you. Walk out. Yeah. Hell no. They had niggas lined up like it was a slave trade. Just going in and, <laughs> going in and out of the lines. I'm like, yo, it's crazy. But you then when Johnson I and Johnson? God damn it. Yeah. I did. Oh, and the crazy part was J I got that J and J stuck with the home team. But then three days later, I'm watching the news. They're like, oh, so uh the CDC said Johnson Johnson got a pause because oh, uh, <laughs> ain't going too well for a couple people. Hell yeah! But then I did my research, and it only affect women. So I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, we gonna pray for our sisters that get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. But you know, ain't no blood clot over here. Yeah, <laughs> oh gosh, good to know. Yeah, but outside of that, I'm trying to think. Man, life's been good. Um, yeah, I can't really complain outside of that. It's just been a pretty quiet week for me. I spent most of the week off of social media, so feeling refreshed. Definitely respect that move. You respect that move. All right, man. Yeah, yo. So y'all know I've been down with the with the bed for real. So I really don't know what's been going on in the world. Uh, <laughs> and I'm I'm excited just to shoot the breeze with y'all, man. Just you know, chop it up, catch up, and you know how we do it here. So. 
Yeah, I want to start for real. Uh, well, I, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I say we start local real quick. I don't know if anybody else seen this um, documentary on Netflix with Baltimore on the map. Um, <laughs> it's an hour-long documentary about Baltimore, I guess, dance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'm, a, I'm yeah, I'm gonna just say that I'm glad that Baltimore made it to Netflix. I like that we made it onto the platform. I ain't gonna. <laughs> that's the good part. Now to be a critique of the film, <laughs> I knew it. Now I'm not going to repeat <laughs> the fact that the lady that made it is not from Baltimore. She spent enough time here to make the movie, but. Every movie should have a story. This movie doesn't have a story to it. Like, it's just like, oh, it's clearly just like her putting her people on in a movie. That's really all it is. It's like, oh, this is my one friend that do music. This one, my other friend that dance. This is my other friend that do music. And it just, nothing patches together. Um, Did he really get that old Baltimore club music vibe to it? So they... They kind of like hinted on it. Um, yeah, they hinted on it. They didn't really go into like the history of club music, which is why I'm like, don't call it a club music documentary. It's not about club music, really. You don't go, like you You kind of mentioned K-Swift, but that's as far as you go into like the actual club music DJs. Um, apparently- bring up the docs. So the docs, the, was, docs. the docs was mentioned like twice. Um, it, it was just um, is a lot of detail that she could have put into this movie that she didn't. Um, it, like she it really, from what I from what I heard, it wasn't like thrown together. It's like she was like filming it for a while. It's professionally filmed, but it's a, missing a lot of details that could have gone into it, which would have made it a much better documentary. Like if you go into the history of club music and you bring it to like it's almost non-existent form that it is now it's a story to tell but that story wasn't told um yeah i'm gonna just kind of leave it at that um it it really was just a movie of her trying to highlight her friends that just happened to be in baltimore Mm. yeah i haven't i haven't checked it out yet definitely still want to yeah i encourage everybody to check it out because we do have to support our people, but um, don't go into expecting that you're going to like it. Especially people from Baltimore <laughs> are not going to like the movie because we know the history of it. And when you see it, you're like, oh, it's a lot missing. Like All even right. you, Calvin, who's not from Baltimore, like you would probably know more than what is actually put into the film. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I was in the paradox back in the day. <laughs> Just because you were outside the door doesn't mean you were there. Outside? Why would I be outside? Nah. You couldn't even get in. Nah, Calvin got it. He just got in there like 4 o'clock in the morning. He wasn't getting in there at 10 <laughs> 30. He had a waiting line. Hey, uh, good times. He ain't no DJs in there. That's all. He just he, had, he went in there and waited for a little bit. Yeah, you know, so got to be patient. Patience is definitely a virtue. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> But that's the local news. Um, wh- what else y'all got on y'all minds? Uh, I got. We gotta say rest in peace to DMX. Um, yeah. You know, last time when we began that episode, we were just praying for you know for recovery. But you know, we all know what happened, and uh, definitely just want to start with that. Um, not just him. Um, Black Rob did Black that. Black Rob, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like whoa. 
How did Black Rob die? We don't know. He oh, he looked yeah. real sick. Oh. From, from what I read or looked over, um, essentially he I think his health overall oh. just because he looked real sick. Apparently he was homeless. Um, yeah. Apparently he called. Apparently Diddy. Apparently Diddy did try to help him, but they said Black Rob wasn't returning his calls. I highly doubt that. But. Um, that man, he looked like he he's been through it. Yeah, he looked like he was down bad. And this is where my beef with Sean Combs comes in, because that man Sean Combs will brag and boast about how much money he make, but he don't he don't look out for his people. Yeah, he get his, and it's pretty much like if you don't if you're not making money for yourself around him, he don't give a fuck about no. you. Like, and this yeah. isn't the first artist he did this to. Oh, we all know, and which is is hilarious because Sean Combs. I'm not even gonna call him P Diddy because this is Sean Combs. This is his person. This is his character. Um, it's not a performance no more. This is who he is. Um, you put out like a a whole essay about how he don't want these corporations exploiting people. How he wants uh, corporations to pay people justly. When you know you got to talk the talk and walk the walk. He not doing that himself and hasn't done it himself. Um, I'm sorry to make it dark, but Twan, I know it was a hard week for you because we lost a whole lot of people from the 1996 to 2003. That's your era, yo. It is my era. It is my era. I've been been banging that shit like... I probably listened to DMX all of his albums at least 40 times all all of them. Yeah, I know them. it's some songs on your playlist that have a deeper meaning now. Uh, <laughs> uh, we pray for your strength. It said that he died from uh, kidney failure. He was hospitalized for kidney failure. Man, we got to take care of our health, man. Yeah, oh, take care of your health. Um, <laughs> what else we want to get into? Uh, <laughs> On a lighter note, we gonna keep keep with the artists and the the singers and rappers. Uh, can we can we touch on Usher real quick, man? Usher, oh, man. Usher doing? All right, all right. So I figured out the background of that, yo, because I thought that was hilarious when I first read it. And then when when the story comes out, apparently he's getting a residency in Vegas. So that was the whole purpose. It was to promote his residency in I Vegas. I don't hear that shit. He was paying. But I do God. believe. <laughs> There is no doubt in my mind that he did not just purposely, oh, man, I got these three Usher bucks. Here you go. <laughs> and he had them, like, in stacks of ones, fives, tens, hundreds. I was like, yo, you just, That's first wild, of all. And, and a well, in, in a dim light club. And, like, yo, you won't know the difference. These strippers they, don't know these presidents. Until they get in the he back. He did spend yo. thousands. Apparently he did. I, I don't, I do not. So I do not disagree that he spent thousands in regular money, but after those thousands, maybe it was only two thousand. But after those two thousands went away, he said, "Usher bucks for everybody." He was One like, of them strippers gave gave him a lap dance. Thought she was winning, like, "Oh man, he gave me all this money!" Hell yeah! Oh, until they went back, yo, they went back, start counting up. That's not a dead president right there. <laughs> yo, 
<laughs> all I know is in my America, I want Usher Raven on a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> your America, you? In my America, <laughs> Usher Raven should be on a hundred dollar bill. I don't give a fuck uh, what y'all totally right, yo. And where it I says United States, where it says United States of America, what it should be, it just it should just say my way and nice and slow. No. <laughs> <laughs> where it says in God we trust, it says you make me want to leave the one I'm with. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Nah, yo, I just got to chill, bro. You guys hey, chill. Bro. My man was making it rain. Like, <laughs> I gotta see what some Usher Bucks look like. <laughs> Yo, it literally, so you remember his, oh, what I think it was like two or three albums ago, and it was him just facing to the side with that cut he was, he's doing. Oh, when he had the mohawk. Uh, when he had the mohawk, you're right. It's literally just that on it. <laughs> and it's oh, going to Usher Bucks. Oh, boy, wow. got a whole suitcase. Apparently, he got a hat made out of it. <laughs> I was like, oh. You can buy some on eBay. <laughs> Look, we, we gotta remember that Usher is from Atlanta, and this is some Atlanta shit. Hey, yo, yeah, it is definitely wow. He picked up, he picked that up from Diddy, yo. Which I'm gonna give him fake money and probably some real. <laughs> oh man, oh, yeah, all funny. right. <laughs> we want to keep it light, or we oh. want to. Can I can I say something? So this wasn't um, necessarily on a rundown, but it was pretty recent. Um, did you hear about Dwayne Johnson? Like 46 percent of the uh, like of the American people uh, would vote for him if he ran for president. Like The Rock. You know what? I believe it because his I show is funny. He's been trying to push that in his show. His show's pretty. It's it's, it's decent. His tequila's good too. But overall, <laughs> his, his uh, the show's not bad. It's not bad. Um, I kind of foresaw that the way he even started it because it, it shows him running for presidential election. So I kind of just saw that. I was like, oh, he's definitely going to shoot for it. And he's a very likable guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's he's really likable. Like most most people don't have negative things to say. So about 46% of the American public, according to Newsweek, um, would, would uh, support his run for uh, presidency. Um I think he would run as either independent or a Democrat. Let me just—he could do whatever he wants. He's really good. His catch, his catch slogan is "If you smell, <laughs> can you catch. smell what democracy is cooking?" <laughs> oh shit! My favorite line of his is "Know your role and shut your fucking mouth." <laughs> <laughs> jabroni, yeah. jabroni. No, man. Like favorite. when, <laughs> like when he, when he, when he encourages somebody to talk. Like, hey, what do you think about about this? Well, what I really think, of, it doesn't matter. It matter what you think. <laughs> Everybody got to learn how to do the rock's eyebrow. Yeah, the people's yeah, eyebrow. Yeah. The, people. the people's eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. You got that one eyebrow that is not <laughs> that just don't go skin. up. <laughs> <laughs> like, how the fuck does he do that shit? He's oh. definitely going to the times, man. I, I wouldn't hey, be surprised. I would not. This be is a sign of the times, but you know, this is is great in one aspect because the Rock has transcended being black. Because <laughs> ain't no way any other black man who's an actor, like we know Donald Trump, stupid ass got in, but. People, I don't even, I still don't understand how they voted for him. But 
for 46 people to say outright that I mean, honestly, I think that might change if he actually ran for president. They'd be like, nigga, what? We already had one of y'all niggas in here. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, that that's when all the all the all the white wrestling fans who love him, like, yeah, we love the rock. Like, oh, oh, president. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, they want the rock. No, no your not Dwayne Johnson. It's too <laughs> people. Time. The people you gotta run as the, the rock president, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, yeah, I'm sure yeah, a white woman would, would vote, he would get all the white women votes. Um, oh, sure. probably almost all the women votes in general. Do you think he'd take the rock out of his name though? Like, because you know, not if he wants to win, nah. yeah, no, he gotta, nah. he gotta go as the rock. That's the rock, that's just that's a staple. That, yo, that would be savage, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm president wearing Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Johnson. for presidency. Oh, <laughs> I'll be like, then, we have a pro wrestler as our president. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had Donald Trump, and now we got an 80 year old man that can't speak. So anything is possible. <laughs> Anything's possible. I, I'm, I'm glad Kanye. Joe Biden at least has has awareness. Like, look, I'm good for four. <laughs> I'm good no, for four, no, because yeah. he said he was going to run again. He ain't gonna make it to the end of this. Well, he said he's gonna that he make it to the end of this. He said he's gonna run again. <sighs> Come on, Joe. You gotta know yourself, baby. Come like, on, nigga, this is time to be Chris Paul and set Kamala up for the oop. What you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. They, that, that, they would never let that happen. Even I if he it, tried, they would never let that happen. I say in a couple of terms, yeah, but. Not, not the next now. One. Yeah, yeah. I just as long as we don't get no more old white man, I'm tired of that. Get the old white man out of the politics. Cause you want the old white woman. I don't want <laughs> no old people, period. Not not in politics. No. Y'all don't know you want, shit. You want to get another run shot? Huh? You want to get Yeezy another shot? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I remember him. Uh, <laughs> I need him to. I think. I think. I think. Yo. I think. I think Kanye's next project might be might be lit, yo. Yeah. I think oh, it's gonna be lit. After this divorce, the divorce Kanye. Oh, bring it on, go away. He yeah, might bring it I just want to be executive season. produced. It's got to be executive produced by Ray J. <laughs> we was talking about the Ray J thing. Eh? It's got to be executive produced by Ray J. The anti Kim yeah. Kardashian club. Who else put Reggie Bush on I the cover? Think about that. <laughs> I didn't think about that. No. Have Reggie Bush Humphreys. Where's Chris Humphreys at? Who else that Kim K to fuck with? <laughs> uh, the Clippers. I hit I it first. Who's for the Clippers? Blake Griffin? Yeah. Did, he, yeah. did she fuck? Yeah, Blake she. Nah. So. That was, he had a sister. No. He had a sister. It was one of them, you know. One of the Kardashians. But OJ Simpson on one of the interludes. Just about. <laughs> the gloves. Who, 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 who did he claim um, he was the father to? Uh, the fat one. The ugly one. Sorry, yo. Hey, oh, since we talk about Kardashian, look, the internet, everybody watching, go ahead and Google the picture of of Khloe uh, Kardashian that came out without any filters. She looked like a three. If that, <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna argue that. Really. Look, if Shrek is doing a live action, Chloe yo. without the makeup. Oh, yeah. You just might be the princess. You said she's Shrek. Right? No, like, <laughs> like Kevin Samuel said on his one podcast, but he built, she built like shit. What happened? I just saw the picture. Oh, see, <laughs> see, oh, see, she was like a three. Saves her. You hear me? <laughs> Saves her. Exactly. Yeah, funny. Ooh, wait, so. now, now, I'm di- now I'm Tristan. 
Tristan. <laughs> he woke up to that. Like, oh, oh. It's one thing for us to like like the pictures on the internet because we don't see what she looked like when she wake up. But Tristan Thompson, James Harden, they woke up to that. Oh my God, Tristan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, that explains a lot, though. They got the makeup. That makeup come off. <laughs> that drove him to crack. <laughs> he, he's like, I got, I need this hit to survive. Yeah. Hey, he was doing crack in a brothel. He wanted to get out. <laughs> hey, yo, y'all got you. He wanted to get out. He, he literally said, Jesus, take me now. I got trick. I got trick bag to this bitch. I got trick bag. And her ass made sure he was alive. She took, she had to use about 10 pounds of makeup. That that like Dre. Yeah, I got I saw that picture. That all makeup. She spends two hours to get ready to leave that damn house. Makeup, filters, all types of stuff. Her, her, ain't none of her pictures ever just from the iPhone. Just, it's never a straight upload. Yeah. <laughs> it's never a straight yeah. upload. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Man, those damn Kardashians, man. They they do everything. Never mind. Let me shut. Let me stop. <laughs> let me right, stop. So that, that Jake Paul fight, yo. <laughs> yeah, that Jake Paul. Um, I really don't give a fuck. Two fucks about two white men trying to fight. Um, but Snoop Dogg needs to be a commentator for real boxing matches. Run me my yeah, money. Sure. Money, Jake. Yeah, sure. Give me my money, Jake. Yeah. So I put two motherfucking million on this fight. And his time was like dead on, dog. He was dead on. Yo, he knew when it, he knew when the knockout was coming. Bro. He said, "Run me my money, Jake." And <laughs> he hit him with a straight right. That thing was cool, man. Because he was good with the Nate Robinson uh, conversation, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But the guy he was fighting, Ben Askren, he wasn't ready. He looked like he had the dad bod. <laughs> the dad bod. I was just like, "Come on, dog." But you know what? Come on, man. That nah. them them white boys know how to sell a fight because they made it seem like he was fighting somebody for real because Ben Askren used to fight in the UFC. And I know he's not a good striker, but I feel like if you fought in the UFC, you should be able to take a punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um well, when's the last think, time he fought? I don't give a fuck. Nate Robinson <laughs> lasted longer than that. He was at one point a professional uh, fighter. But but here's the thing, he was out of shape. He was out yeah. of shape, man. Nate Robinson's been training in boxing. And the thing about Ben is he's probably thinking I'm a professional fighter. He probably took him lightly, like most people do, because Jake Paul promotes himself like a joke. Like he's a running joke, which is why people pay to see him get knocked out. He's knocked two promotion. people out. I don't give a he's knocked out two mm-hmm. professional athletes. Yeah. No, that don't count. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't. Let me tell you why I don't. He's want to not a professional. Him. He's a YouTuber knocking out right. professional athletes. But he trains. He trains. He trains like a boxer. Like that's a boxer. that's not the story. Training. But that's not the story. We know that because we like hold the fuck up. Why this white boy knocking niggas out? <laughs> but then we're like, oh, he, he takes gonna... his boxing seriously. Yo. He, he, he trains. Yeah. He takes his boxing serious. <laughs> he he trains like Floyd. <laughs> and these um these professional ex professional athletes is. They just like I'm a I'm a walk in. Look, everybody's story. I'm a walk in. I'm gonna shut him up. I'm like, no, don't do that. He's he's professional. That's why I really want. I would take an amateur boxer 
an amateur boxer, someone who trains to box, I think could take him. Because I look at him, I'm like, he's nothing special. You look at him, he's nothing. Even the punch that he landed, like the Nate Robinson was like a legit overhand hook. But yeah. the one he exactly. knocked Ben he Askren out with. Throw. He knows how to move. Like he knows how to box. He's not he's a professional athlete. He was a professional basketball player, man. Like what the hell? Like you can't. He's <laughs> <laughs> a professional basketball player and he was a D1 football player. Yo, when um he was in three sports. What's the he played three um, sports in college? So when Bruce Buff when Bruce Buffer was running Ben Askren's like accolades, I was like, uh oh. I don't hear not one boxing thing. Uh-oh. All wrestling. NCAA wrestling champ. That don't matter. Mm-mm. It don't matter in a boxing ring. Like, he, he he's a great... I'm sure he'd be great if he went back to the UFC. He'd probably win some fights because they allow wrestling. Like, oh, yeah. If it was Ashton, an MMA fight, he would have... Jake would have tapped him like 20 oh, yeah, seconds. yeah, 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 yeah. No. MMA fight, Ben Askren takes him down, either taps him out or just ground and pounds him because he wouldn't be able to get up. That That's a totally different technique. But in this uh, particular fight, I'm just like, you could tell by the way he squared up. I'm like, I know niggas on the street who can square up better than Like him. Snoop said, that 1940s Jack Johnson. Got the, got the shit all the way up here. I'm like, oh, he's, <laughs> no, he's, no, he's going down. <laughs> yo, he wasn't ready. Look, look, like Jack said, like Jack said, he barbecue chicken, yo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Done, bro. Yeah, no. yeah, that was number one. I I forgot they was fighting, but you know the internet uh, <laughs> did thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, and in like thirty seconds, he knocked him out. Yeah, thank God that someone posted the whole fight, which was a very short fight. It wasn't much. <laughs> it wasn't much, right? But it was it was enough. Run me my money, Jake. Yes. Hey, how long did Nate? Match. How long That's did Nate Robinson? Nate Robinson, um, last thing I think he made it in round two. Rounds. Yeah, he got knocked out in round two, so he got. Yeah, he made it. He made it around. Though. He made it around. <laughs> Even though Nate Robinson also don't know how to fight, it's like come he on. He was throwing bro. all haymakers. I'm like, bro. First of all, you don't run into a fight. Yeah, I don't right. give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> don't run into a fight. My bad. And, and yeah. that's why I said what I said, like Jake with is he clearly trained, like he knows, like, oh, this dumb motherfucker is gonna run into me. I got him. Like, this is a strategy, and that's he takes advantage of people taking them for granted. And that's why I said, like, nah, you need somebody who's gonna train for him. And Ben didn't even train. Look, like my man had the uh, I'm there's no way he, he, he was hungover. He did not train for him. Hold on. Yeah, Jake didn't train. Well, uh, nah, Ben didn't train. You can tell he didn't train. He ain't seen the gym in in months, probably years. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. So, who y'all think Jake fighting next? I was about to ask y'all that. I'm, I'm curious. I would, I would like to see him fight like an actual fighter. Yeah, I feel like it's Conor McGregor up next. They've been they've been having some some spats back and forth. Wow. So I want I want it to be him and Conor McGregor. Yes, that's crazy. Him to be would be better because we know he he, he is a kickboxer. He he does stand up pretty good. That would be a step up from his last two. And then all Connor got to do is take it seriously, and I think he could he could give Paul. That would be a good fight. Yeah, because Connor was actually an amateur boxer before he went into right. So yeah, and and that's the, I think that would be a better matchup if Jake you know beats Connor McGregor in boxing. Then you. you 
Yeah, whose phone ringing like that? He might be one. He might want to be a real boxer. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. What who y'all think? Anybody else? Yeah, Conor McGregor one be good. I, I would yeah. like to see that. That one be good. That one would. I'm trying to think of like a black amateur boxer that could avenge Nate Robinson, but I don't know of one. Right <laughs> How about now. you? He's done. He's no. You know what? Yeah, Nate's done. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, 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 not Nate. I see someone to avenge him. I need Steven Jackson to get in the in the gym. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. My man got a good get, run. Get, My man got get a young Draco. Go do that to him. Young Draco. No, no, no. We got young Draco. What? You want him? What you want him to go four and zero? <laughs> nah, I, but as we talk about young Draco, him and Chris Brown still got. Yeah, I, hey, we got Chris Brown to be a good one too, though. He, he got hands. Stop sending this man entertainers if they not boxing. <laughs> That's why I said Steven Jackson. We see what he did in the palace. Uh, hey, that was old, yo. Yo, that was years ago, yo. Malice in the palace. That was years ago, yo. Y'all think Steve Jackson can whip Jake Paul ass? No. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know, right. bro. I, I don't want and plus, and plus, like Stephen Jackson, Stephen Jackson. He, first of all, he had to train seriously. He got a mean reach advantage, a mean one, because I think he what he about six seven, six six. He's about six seven, yeah. So he'd have a mean reach advantage, like he, and he'd have to drop a bunch of weight because I'm pretty sure he's not one ninety at six seven. Yeah, he's probably yeah. like maybe like two twenty. He could. So probably... he had to drop a bunch of weight. Like you gotta you gotta prepare for shit like that. And that's why I said, like, if you have a train boxer that's already at that weight, you might not get as much hype. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. Like you getting established. Well, that's what I'm saying. Athlete. If he's not fighting celebrities, it's no one, he's not Nobody's no one cares. Him. Yeah. Yeah. We, this is celebrity deathmatch in real life. So it's gotta be I was just thinking about that. It's gotta be a legit celebrity that we wanna see fight. And um, I can't think of who I, I think you gotta to take to. a retired boxer. You you might have to you you, you might think, have to break out. Look, if McGregor doesn't do it, I think I think Floyd is worth it. <laughs> Yo, he would not have touch Floyd. Floyd. Yeah, he, he wouldn't would touch Floyd. Around that shit. And Floyd is only one fifty. So with a forty so pound, had to pack on weight. Yeah, nah, wouldn't Floyd wouldn't even have to pack on weight. He wouldn't touch him. He wouldn't yeah. touch Floyd. Floyd, it, it'll be. I don't think Floyd would be able to knock him out, but. He would definitely make Jake Paul look stupid. He right. probably have him swing and fall on the ground and shit. Yeah, no, nah, Jake yeah. Paul. Yeah, no, nah, it would it would take an actual boxer, but that shit. Ben Askren didn't even come ready, man. He's a, you already a wrestler, man. You ain't take this guy serious, man. Come on, dog. Yeah. You gotta do better. All right, what what's next on here? Where y'all want to go? Uh... Um, uh, the Utah Jazz with D Wade. Yeah, let's let's big up some some black success real quick. Um, we got Dwayne Wade uh, becomes a minority owner for the Utah Jazz. Um, I don't know what the hell was going on with him and Pat Riley because that should be the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. But, he probably just didn't get the opportunity. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but you know, if I'm Pat Riley. As soon as Dwayne Wade retires, I'm offering him the opportunity to become a minority owner with Miami Heat. He got a whole thing in Wade County, though. That, that's his... they call exactly. They call it Wade County. Yeah, I was that's a no-brainer. Surprised. I was surprised to see that he got ownership of Utah Jazz, but you know, it's still the Utah Jazz, though. <laughs> I mean, well, well, probably like, well, here's the thing: like the, the franchises probably aren't worth the same amount of money. So, like, 
like it's probably way more expensive to be a minority owner in the Miami Heat than it is the Utah Jazz. You know what I'm saying? So I would have been like, all the rings I gave you. I mean, yeah, but you're purchasing ownership. That costs money. So it's like, you know, yeah, he's a millionaire, but like you got billionaires and majority ownership shares of that of that company. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's a comparison to the Utah Jazz and the Miami Heat when you talk about the worth of the organization. Even LeBron was making jokes about the damn about them in the All-Star game. Like nobody runs with the Utah Jazz. (laughs) Nobody runs with them. Like, you know, that's probably why he was able to purchase it, purchase it and, and be a minority. Imagine being a millionaire and only be able to be a, a minority owner. Like, that's how much yeah. money it costs. Uh, and he's not just like a millionaire. I'm sure Dwayne Wade's probably worth at least like 30 million, 40, 50 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that says a lot about how much money it takes to, to yeah. partially own a, a team. Right. You know, so Miami Heat, the asking price was probably just too much. Like, if you take the Miami Heat franchise, who would cost more? Maybe Boston and L.A. And I'm not talking about the Clippers. They, they're probably uh, yeah. they're probably low as hell. But, like, you take the L.A. It's Lakers and LA, Boston so Celtics. Not even that. And honestly, when I read up on this, like, the only reason that he had this opportunity was because the Utah Jazz was bought at the end of 2020. And the owner was like, oh, I know Dwayne Wade wants to be, like, a partial owner. So he, like, hey, come join this ownership group. Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't for that... He probably he wouldn't even have the opportunity. Yeah, so and looking into that, in terms of the NBA, which is, we all know, majority black players, majority white coaches, there's only, I think, three minority owners that I'm aware of within the NBA. Shaq <laughs> is a minority owner with the Sacramento Kings. And I think Usher is like a minority owner with the Cleveland Caps. Think about those franchises. Utah Jazz, Sacramento Kings, yeah, Cleveland Cavs. Usher was a part owner of the Cleveland Cavs when he was when LeBron was there though, winning okay. rings. So but either way, the market of Cleveland is still, I mean, why would you want to go to Cleveland? So yeah. it's just like, why would you want to go to Cleveland? Why would you want to go to Utah? Utah. Sacramento has a little bit of a... But like, it has too many places that you would rather go than Sacramento. Yeah, if you go into California, Sacramento's not... It's like last. Yeah. Like, oh, you out Cali, bro? Where you going? Sacramento? Oh, oh. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you got LA, then you got uh, San Francisco, then you got San Diego. Sacramento's probably like fourth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that says a lot too, so... You know, but big ups to D Wade, man. Yeah, big ups. I don't, think he, I don't think he should have ever left uh, Miami, but that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Yeah, I'm not knocking that he wasn't able to get ownership in Miami because ultimately, in order for him to gain ownership, someone would have to sell it. Yeah. So um, it's more on the people who, that own, that are majority owners in Miami that aren't allowing you know, minorities yeah, yeah. to get into it. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I think I think Grant Hill owns a, a, some of uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, so that's yeah. probably the only big market. Um, he does? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, y'all know Grant Hill be oh, Yeah, he slick. got his hands on the line too. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. That's, that's it in terms of NBA ownership. But uh, next, we want to reach out. Uh, well, shout out our patron saint, Percy Miller. Um, yeah, yeah. Because this nigga made something else. 
Um, <laughs> oh my god! What did he make now? He got ice cream. What? Oh, uh, what's it called? No, the no, no limit drip. What is it? <laughs> no limit drip. <laughs> nah, it's called La Great, something like that. La Great. And it's dairy free because y'all know how niggas are with dairy. It don't sit right with our yeah, stomach. Right. <laughs> yeah, he did that, yo. He did that, yo. I got, I gotta find a, a cart for real. I'm sure it's in your local um, Walmart <laughs> penitentiary. Um, you said gas station. Hey, yo, I mean, gas that's where the rap. But you know what? It's not. It's in the hood gas station. It's not at like your Shell or your BP. It's in like the Quickie Mart. <laughs> Which I have one. The one that I'm don't got the gas station. Keep it hood, man. Right, exactly. It's the one that you like. You know, it's a gas station, <laughs> but only like two pumps work. <laughs> it has a whole setup as a gas station. It's just like why? Why you waiting on a pump to be available? Go get you some ice cream, man. It's the, it's like if the gas station that don't even have it inside. It's just a booth <laughs> with vending machines around it, and you just so happen to look in and see the ice cream. So what flavors you got? Vanilla. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you guys go somewhere, yo. Hey, small steps. You you know what? Vanilla's an African export, so you know he keep it at black. Most definitely. That's a good way to put it. Keep yeah, it at black. I'll give you that. Ice cream man. Yeah. He's, hey, he the ice cream man ice cream for real. Man. It's a different meaning than what it is. What doesn't this man have, yo? What product does he sell? He got sneakers. He had an album. Ramen noodles, got grits, got oatmeal. Like what? He made his own ramen noodles. Uh, And then he got got two sons uh, playing D1 basketball now. Like, yo, that's the P, yo. Don't want to go to Tennessee. Yeah, one going to Tennessee State. HBCUs and talking about Tennessee State. Um, football player Eddie George is the last uh, head coach to go mm-hmm. to the HBCU. So HBCU started to get these old uh, ex-NFL players to be coaches. I heard Ray Lewis and Ed Reed want to oh. uh, get into the coaching at HBCU. So uh, I'm trying to think of maybe they'll be at like FAMU or something because, you know, they the Florida boys. Um, that's not the only reason. <laughs> Nigga, you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that went over my head. I'm like, that one come. <laughs> Dude, that's disgusting, yo. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Ah, oh. um, shit. I guess this is a, another little gossipy thing. Have y'all? Uh, did y'all see Shannon Sharp and uh, Sonny's favorite player, Kevin Durant, getting to it on the internet? Heard about no, that. I heard about it. I didn't hey. see it. What happened? Um, Shannon Sharp didn't do his research, and he uh, he tweeted like a fake KD page, and then Kevin Durant was like, "Nigga, I ain't said that shit." <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> and this Shannon was like, "This could have been one of your burner accounts, nigga. We don't know for sure." <laughs> <laughs> and then KD was like, "Well, nigga, put me on your show. We could talk about it." And Shannon Sharp was like, "Nigga, I don't want to talk to you and block them." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like some old. Hey yo, why can't he get so much heat on the internet? Yo? Oh <laughs> no, bro! <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, KD make too much money for me for him to even be on Twitter. Like, nigga, what yo, is he doing? He be a, he's a personal assistant for that. 
That's the PG in him, yo. He entertaining yeah. that. <laughs> and, and KD is thug for real, man. I don't know which one's worse, him or his mother, but. <laughs> oh, his mother. His mother's a real thug. Yeah. Y'all yeah. watch some of his mic'd ups, man. <laughs> it's crazy what he said. Nah, I seen him in high school. His mother don't play. His mother don't play. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, so the, I just that was just hilarious to me because we know Shannon just be that's motor mouth Shannon. Yeah. And KD sensitive. I want to really well, nah, because I already know if they would have went on the show, that yeah, that might have been a little ugly. Cause Shannon from Georgia and KD from PG. So neither one of them motherfuckers play. Right. Uh so mm-hmm. would be interested. That's that's the yeah, next would, celebrity boxing match. I want I want to see. I would pay. I would pay for that. I got Shannon though. <coughs> Shannon got like built. No, you First of all, <laughs> Shannon bets like four fifty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even do that to KD. Yo, oh, my man, he got the weight room and the old man strength. Yo, yeah, yo. Yeah. <laughs> and you drink that Hennessy. All KD got mouth. is that reach with the black oh, and white with a skelly, with a skelly cap on. That tell me funny. I ain't fuck with that man, yo. Shadow will end up boxing him in a LeBron jersey. <laughs> like, <laughs> with a goat, put a goat mask on. <laughs> the disrespect. Yo. Come on, Shannon. You got to do better, man. Come on, dog. Yeah, poor Shannon. But, you know, I, I just think blocking a nigga on the internet is like, you kind of lose once you block somebody. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, bowed out gracefully. <laughs> but you know what, Shannon, he too, he he really too old to be like going back and forth for internet. So he could be like, he could just stop commenting. You don't have to really block it because then Katie like screenshot. It was like, oh, this is how we do it. Like, <laughs> oh, said, but, so but I'm sensitive, right? But I'm. <laughs> so you know, interested, interested, interesting. What what else we got? Oh, I think. Everything else we got is a little deep. Um, yeah. Ooh, where you want to start at? Um, I guess. Go ahead. Uh, so, uh, I don't know how to really introduce the Derek Chauvin trial because people called him the George Floyd trial. George Floyd not on trial. This nigga's dead. You can't uh, prosecute a dead nigga. Um, and I feel bad calling him a nigga. You can't. Prosecute a dead man. Um, you better drink. We can't even see you, nigga. Shut up. Call you a nigga. Um, but yeah, so during the trial that's been happening for the last like three weeks, um, the first time that Derek Chauvin had the opportunity to speak, he pled the fifth like a pussy ass. God. He said one, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> what he gonna say for himself? He know he did. Like, what he gonna say? Bro. Bitches and everything. Yeah. I'm gonna That's let real. my attorney try to save me. <laughs> and and the bad thing about it is like they throwing around every other reason for for George Floyd dying. Like they done said he died because of the carbon monoxide from the tailpipe of the car killed him. And I'm like, why the hell was this thing going for in the first place? (laughs) So, like, it's no way you could put it where, you know, they try to say he was on drugs and all this other stuff where at the end of the day, even if he was on drugs, he wouldn't have had a heart attack if y'all wasn't harassing him. True. And and to this day, we ain't seen no fake $20 bill. 
Like that's not in the evidence. This is cash how long it takes for them to go through all this. Like yeah, like it was like a what a year, a year ago. It was, it was a year. Two years. It was a year ago. It, it was two years. By no, it's just this was last year. Oh, um, yeah. So it's really close to like the it being like the anniversary, or I think the anniversary might have passed. But yeah, it was just a year ago, um, and it took months for him to even for the police officer to get charged. Um, and we know that from last year that they was talking about eight minutes, but if you go to the video, it's really, he's on this nigga neck for nine, like nine minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah. Doing, and it's just crazy. And what makes it kind of worse is in the same city, I think this might've been last week, another police officer in the same city killed another black guy. Yeah. They said like a, like, 11 miles away, like literally up the street type shit. Literally up the street, literally for no reason at all. Um, I think he was, yeah, this is where the mother, so this is a a common issue with police officers. They clearly don't know what guns look like, whether it's on a black man or on themselves, because this stupid bitch said, Taser. She thought she was pulling for her taser. And clearly it's a gun. Like you got that shit out too easy. Like what's going on? Number one, the taser and the gun are on two different hips. You have to reach across your hip to pull the taser. You clearly didn't reach across your hip. The taser is bright yellow. It weighs probably about a pound where a gun gun. that's loaded probably weigh about three, four pounds, probably five. Exactly. Hey, so is that is that in the same um, uh, police department? Um, it might be like a different county, oh, okay. but okay. it it's ten minutes away from where George will happen, so it might be in the same county. Because I was gonna say, yeah, that has something to do with their training and everything, you know. Oh, it has to do something with yeah. training because the lady that did the killing, she trains other officers, so she teaches other people this. That yeah, that's wild. Yeah. She been on the force for like thirty years. So how are you on the force for thirty years and you can't tell the difference between a taser? Well, you're dealing and a taser, with an African American. Just say you were reaching for your taser and reach for your gun. <laughs> like shit. Whatever you grab. I mean, honestly, I feel like that's how they train though. Like yeah. they they show us. I don't even know. If well, number it's clearly how they train because he wasn't being violent or nothing. Like, if you watch the video, which is hard to watch, that's a whole nother topic where at first I used to not watch these videos, but now like you kind of got to know what's happening. The kid was like scared for his life and was like scared to get out the car. So they like in the process of pulling him out the car. And that's when she say taser, taser, taser. And all the other police officers move out the way. Where it's like, why would you need a taser anyway to get a kid out the car? Out the car. Right. Especially if it's like three or four of you, because they don't just pull up by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Always. And that's a whole nother topic. Like, I don't understand why y'all be, why police be needing four or five officers for a traffic stop. Yeah. If his tags are retired, give him the ticket and let him go. Right. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. At first, I had heard that they had pulled him over because 
it was like an air freshener blocking his his rear view mirror. I got pulled which, over for that too. But how can you tell yeah. that my air freshener blocking my rear view mirror if you're not in the car? Yeah. <laughs> you can't see what I see from oh, my rear view mirror. Yeah, dangling from the, the yeah. yeah, yeah, I got pulled over for that too. Like, I didn't know that was a violation. <laughs> Bro, you should have seen my face. That shit is wild. <laughs> nah. That's crazy. It's yeah. absolutely insane. Yo, I got pulled over for some crazy stuff, dog. Because y'all know that, that that crack on my my fender? Yeah. Somebody was like, oh, we, we uh, received a call that this car was stolen. I was like, what? They're like, this Lady. is my car. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? They were like, yeah. I'm like, no, nah, this is my car. And what happened to the back? And I'm like, what? Business was broke, yo. Like, after a lot of questions. I mean, this is like broad daylight on the way home. It's probably like five minutes away from my house. And I just played it cool, but that could have just went left because I could already, you could, you could tell. And luckily, the, the guy was black too. But I was just like, that don't mean nothing. Well, down here, sometimes it does. <laughs> Not all the time. But where I was at, it was good that day. So, I was just like, "Yo, it's it's crazy, man." The, the stuff you think of, the stuff that these that that these uh, officers think of sometimes is crazy. Bro, I got pulled way. Uh, I got pulled over one time because uh, a guy had ran to my car. He seen the police. We were doing some illegal stuff, all right. But the um, the police the police also pulled me over. He was like, "Hey, you know, I noticed you're not from the area." Like, what are you doing here? I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, what do you mean? So he, he, before all of that, uh, let me, let me rewind. He, uh, he, as soon as he pulled us over, I put, you know, roll my window down or whatnot. And he was like, let me see some identification. Uh, passenger, let me see some identification. So, the, so, uh, my friend, he went to go dig for his wallet or whatnot. He was like, whoa, what is that block under your leg? Next thing you know, I look to my left. He got the gun in the car. This is right before the Black Lives Matter stuff even happened, bro. Um, and it turns out it was it was just it was just the guy's phone. He was like, "Oh, you t- you two was this close to getting fucking smoked," yeah. and I never forgot that one. That's wild. Yeah, racially profiled, you know. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Uh, I still don't understand why they asked the passenger for for their identification. No, well, this one, he was running to my car, which I was like, "Dude, why are you running to my car?" I, you know, and that's that's what unnerved him. But still, to your mm-hmm. point. Asking, asking for the, um, you know, the 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 passengers' identification. I don't, I yeah, don't I don't understand. If it's a traffic violation, what the hell the passenger got to do? Exactly, violation? exactly. Yeah, it, um, it, it didn't help. We was two black males too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then one was running. So running, you know, you know uh, niggas. Uh, Speaking of black people running, this is the the next killing that happened. Um, this is in Chicago. Um. The police officer killed a 13-year-old kid. 13? Yeah. So so apparently the kid um, was in like an alley. Um, I think he had a gun on him. So when he saw the police officer, he ran, but he dropped the gun. Mm. Um, In the video, this video is probably like 10 seconds. It's shorter than the other ones. Um, Dante Wright, that's the guy in Minnesota. This one, a kid named Adam Toledo in Chicago, he's running from the police. He stops at a gate, turns around with his hands up. The police officer says, um, like, turn around, and within a second, shoots the kid. So don't even give him enough time 
to actually turn around and show that he don't have his nothing in his hands. That's crazy. Shot him and and then not only did he shoot him, shot him in his chest. So dead on the scene. Yeah. No, no attempts to just try to de-escalate him. Nothing. Nah, I'm just out of frustration. It's probably just out of frustration. I'm not okaying it, but just for like, oh, he gonna make me run? All right, bet I got his ass. Like, and of course you you take that into consideration. I'm like, yo, but even still, he's 13. Like, I'm pretty sure he'll look 20. Like, what is a 13 year old gonna do to a grown well, man? Yeah, now nah, you're right. asking white people how how old black people look, and you know. We all oh, the mayor rice was 11 when he got killed yeah. i'm never asking that because i already uh, know where that badge comes from so there's no reason for me to ask those things right because you know they, they want us to be adults until we adults and then they want us to be kids so. yeah yeah and i just so, think it's a i just think it's a, a major problem that um you know we fear for our life when it comes to the people that we we call for help and protection you know yeah and that's like, you know uh as a black man, I I don't know what it would take for me to call the police. Because yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what it would... Because... It's, like, it's a regular... Yeah. Like, you don't know... Yeah, you don't know what... <laughs> like, uh, I should feel comfortable calling this, but right. I, I, I don't I know. know. Let me call my cousin <laughs> that's, like, down the street. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, because, you know, if you call 911, especially for, like, a criminal thing, even if you call them, you're going to be looked at as a suspect first. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to take them 15 to 20 minutes of, uh, tops to get there. No matter <laughs> what you tell them, you're going to be the suspect. Yeah. Like, and, bro, I'm the one who called you. Called you, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And this is one of the amazing things about the George Floyd thing. They Everybody was testifying. So the person that picked up the 911 phone call was um, when she called the police station to like let them know what was happening, she was like, it looked like some funny shit's going on. So y'all might want to hurry up and get somebody else out there because something don't look right. Like, he on this man for a long time to the point where she thought the camera was broke and that, like, it just paused. That's how long she was on him. I got a question. I got a question. What is something that uh, you can teach younger guys, maybe your sons, your nephews, whatever the case may be? Uh, what's some advice you can give them when it comes to, like, getting pulled over uh, some, some of the procedures I mean- as a black man? I mean, that that is going to be an ongoing question just because you can always teach them to, you know, be compliant, be X, Y, and Z, do this, put your hands on the stand well. And nine times out of ten, unless they're in a good mood or you know, like, you, you just have that innocent face, yeah. and it all depends on what you wear, how you, and all this other stuff, then, like, it's hard to even say anymore just because, you know, I could get pulled over just for wearing what I'm wearing right now, get a ticket, or I could get pulled over and with a full-blown three-piece suit on and be like, okay, enjoy your day. Like, it's so many different answers to this question because we've seen where people have been compliant and be like, yo, I don't have anything. It's just a brush. And they're still getting lit up like Christmas trees. Like... Mm -hmm. And if I could go after Twan, um, like... I, I like how you said, like, you know, you can have a three-piece suit and, and, and that'll be all right. You you know about the um that soldier who got pulled over? He had his uniform on. Um, and he was hands out, like he was basically he made himself vulnerable. 
which basically when we're talking about compliance, it's like, it's a crapshoot because you can be compliant all you want. Hell, you could have, um, I think back in the day, they used to, um, when you had soldiers, um, they used to hang their uniform in the back of their car just to say like, hey, look, hopefully you're empathetic to soldiers who help protect the country. I have my uniform everywhere I go so that hopefully I get some empathy from you or like some type of stuff like that. Do whatever you can to make you say like, hey, I'm a good guy. Hey, you know, I'm this, I'm that. But all you can do is really tell your children to comply and pray over them. Really, real talk. Like, yeah. like that's, that's, that's all you can really say. Calvin, you got anything? Uh, I'm with that, man. Just really just try to be aware as you can in the situation. Uh, whether it be like you knowing that you need to record something, um, you know, just try to have that set up before the officer comes to the car. But most importantly, just try your best just to do what you can for him to get out of there for real. and for you to get home. Yeah, yeah, home. yeah, that's that's the goal. You can just be going to get some gas. You still got yeah, it's, yo, it's crazy. We can be doing anything, just literally going out the going get going out the house and going to the store. You you just gotta be cautious, man. It sucks to say that, but we just got to. Niggas get pulled over for for little having air fresheners in their car hanging from their rearview mirror. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. Insane. The other thing is they they're scared and we're scared, so that that makes for a you know a tough situation. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I think about this too, right? Um, I think we did a we did a pot we when we did the podcast a while ago when we talked about social media, like and how it how it affects like you know how like Instagram and other other outlets like Facebook um, tailor certain media to certain to, to viewers like we're going to see certain feeds that maybe like Jim like Jim from a county is going to see you know what I'm saying just based on preferences so when you have somebody like who's an officer like maybe they're getting fees in which that just paints us like demons like you know what I'm saying all they're all they're seeing is like you know the black on black crime and all this and they're and, and and the more stuff that they watch the more that they feed into that you know into that platform they see us as this monster which kind of even projects into their job which they should have training enough to to be able to compose themselves to separate what they see on social media to what they actually do in their job but that's another story but I think that's part of it because if you look at what what we may look at may differ slightly, but if you have somebody with a totally different view, they're just going to keep getting fed that content. Like we're not looking at the same content, even though we're using the same programs. So I think that's, that's, that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, I guess to answer your, your question, Jay, um, it's really simple for me. Do whatever the hell you got to do to, to, to survive. It's kind of like what we, if, if we talk, take it back to slavery, which is kind of the root of uh, the police force anyway, our ancestors did what the fuck they had to do to survive. Um, some people jumped off the ship, but the people that chose to stay, you got to do some shit that's a little bit demeaning. Like, you didn't do what you wanted to do, but your goal was to survive to the next day. And you gotta do everything in your power to make it to the next day. Um, yeah, you can tell your story later. We can try to fight the law later, but if you're not here, it's only one side of the story that's going to be told, and we know how that goes. Right. Some and some of our ancestors had to hide their intelligence to survive. I think Chris Rock did a joke about how, like, a slave 
had to like act like he couldn't read at an intersection to play off the fact that he knew how to read because if he knew how to read, he would be killed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, it's a shame, but you got, sometimes you gotta just play that role. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna get that ass in court. And hopefully, hopefully you can get that ass in court. Like, you know what I'm saying? As long as you make it home afterwards, man. Yeah, that's how I look at it. I'm like, look, I'm gonna comply, like, but I'm I'm notating everything you're doing oh, yeah. right now, and I'm gonna use that shit. Like, once you once you give me that ticket, like, all right, cool, bet. Yeah, because cool, like bet. you said, um, you can't fight nothing in court if you did. True. So, and even the court's not a uh 100 guarantee, but right. You can't fight it if you did, and you lose every fight that you're not really a part of. So, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not done with the black people getting killed by police. I got, <laughs> and you know what? This in particular, the three people I named are all people under 21. Now, the next one is uh, a 16 year old got killed in a school in Tennessee. Um, so, this particular school has had four students murdered this year alone. They all haven't happened within the school, but four kids within the school have all been murdered within this town, within the same school. So this kid, being smart, I mean, being smart but being dumb, being smart in the in means of like self-preservation, he brought a gun to school. Um, he happened to be in the bathroom and then he started being harassed by the police. The police story is they got into a shootout with the kid. One of the police officers happened to get shot, so they lit the bathroom up. But when we go back to the story later, the kid's gun was never fired. The police officer that got shot was shot either by his gun or by another police officer's gun. Wow. And this is so twisting the story to fit their narrative. Yes. Look, I know, I know we had a brother, you know, we had a brother talk. We did a we did an interview with him, um, you know, about there being good cops out there. But good cops gotta speak out against these knuckleheads, man. That, that that's what that's what clearly needs to happen. Like you, yeah, I get it. You're you're a good cop, you you do it by the book and all that, like call out your knucklehead partners. Yeah, being and, a good cop isn't good enough. That's not good enough. That's not, we need you to be more than just being a good cop. And yeah. You got to start not, beating these old cops' ass. And not like, like, like don't you hate looking bad on the news? <laughs> like, y'all look, like, y'all look sick. Like, I would be mad, like, if some, if I was working somewhere and I was doing everything I was supposed to do and the media just painting us, like, like, we just killing Black people for no reason, I'd be mad at my coworkers that's doing this shit. But they're not even really thinking about that. I, I, I think it's because of that that lovely what is the blue code of silence crap. Yeah. So even so I think a lot of them like, well, even if they even if I do say something, you know, they, they're always gonna have that. They're gonna have that captain that's been there for fifty some years that has pool in a DA or something like that. And you know, these things happen. Like it, it's it's not like and it all depends, like, but let it be one of us who's in uniform or whatever. That that blue coat of silence is is not even non-existent. Like, it, and, they, it and they'll sell it, and they'll sell you. And I, I I truly believe. And look, I'm I've never been an officer. I think they sell you that dream just because, like, you know, I've I've you know I've I've talked to black officers and I've heard stories about black officers. There are black officers who really believe in that. Like, oh, I'm I'm blue. I'm not black. 
they think like that. Like I'm blue, I'm not black. I'm like, look, you want you want to be black and blue? If they catch you in, uh, on some on some right. bullshit, if you let them catch you in your street clothes, right. Right. you still nigga, man. You still nigga, yo. Yeah, That's it's crazy. It's wild, and. Those three examples I gave y'all, that was just in the last seven days. Damn. That, that ain't- so Y'all numb yet? Y'all numb to this yet? Like, yeah. This is, this is, this is like, just... like, when we talk about, like, you know, mental health and trauma, like, we're normalizing this. This is the world yeah. we normalizing now. Like, oh, somebody else got killed. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn. Like, thing, it, sound it, like it, a Tuesday. Uh, sound like a Monday. Crazy. And it's crazy, because I saw, like, a uh, a news report. I think it was today. Actually, it was today. And it was, like, what what has to happen like and and there was a white newscaster or whatever i think it was like late at night and i was just so thinking about just thinking about it just uh, just from us talking and he was pretty much just like the only way this is going to change to some degree in a worldly aspect of it is you know what happens when you know when it starts becoming not saying like i wish this or anything but i'm just saying what what would happen if this was white kids and when their parents and things like that the laws would change like that. There's no questions asked. It, it it would happen. There would be there would be oh, take the guns out the streets. Let's figure out bean bags. Let's whatever we got to do because our little white kids are getting killed every day. Yeah. But turn into yeah. um, turn into London. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think they yeah. use. I don't think they can use guns. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It, well, yeah. In in the UK, the police don't have guns. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, man. I was talking yeah. to somebody, um, you know, yeah, on my last, <laughs> yeah, on my last stream about that. He was like, you know, and I'm we we see all over our news about you know like people getting killed in in the street by the police. Is that really happening? I'm like, yeah. You know, he's like, just to what you just said, uh, uh, Dre. The, the fact that we have guns and, and the police have guns is scary to everyone else in another, you know, in other countries and stuff like that. The other thing I wanted to add too is um, I think a lot of times we forget that it is a job at the end of the day. Uh, there's some people who overdo their job, some people who underdo their job. Uh, you can go to a, a McDonald's and, and, you know, get the best service and then go down the street and get the worst service. They wouldn't even give you an extra barbecue sauce. So, you know, some 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 police officers. You know, they are still good police officers, and I think we should normalize that as well. Yeah. You know? Do you think? I, and I have a question because I experienced something. I'm gonna ask it to you, brothers, man. Do you think that, like, like, um, if you were armed with a gun and like a badge, do you think that will like maybe change your mentality a little bit? Like, if you like, okay, I legally own this gun and my badge is my my shield. Like, I have this shield. It's not just the shield that I represent. It's a shield that guards me. Do you think that would change like your demeanor? To like, to, to how say, your mindset is? To say no would be, would be a lie. And the reason I say that is because let's let's take it back to that to that movie about um black judas or whatever and the guy had to play that part right mm. you we can all sit here and say oh we wouldn't be a snitch until the time comes comes into when you're in this situation oh yeah i'm gonna do what i have to do to survive so i'm not gonna sit here and say no there's no there's no guarantee that that wouldn't happen i wouldn't say it would happen like that but there's like it's in the back of your mind. Like everybody has that 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 switch where like yo, 
all right, I get it. And then after a couple months, maybe a couple years, oh, okay, I could get away with doing this. I could get away because not every cop comes in there thinking, I got this bad to have this gun. And then after a while, they're like, oh, wow, you know, I can skim a couple grand off the top if I do this drug bust. And who's going to know? It's yeah, a bad guy. For and, you know, they, 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 yeah, they definitely some underpaid uh, employees themselves. So, you know, they go and work to having bad days, feeling underpaid, undeserved. The, the other thing is, oh, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the other thing is, too, you know, you, you're doing a job where majority of the people you pull over don't want to see you. You see what I'm saying? Like, who, let's be honest, who wants to get pulled over? What's the best time to ever get pulled over? Uh, I can't but, think of. But they made it, they made it yeah. that bad. They, they had, but it's, no. it's, it's a one, one, uh, one uh, bad apple spoils the whole barrel, you know what I mean? Type of thing. Well, it's not even that. It's the tree is rotten. So it ain't yeah. even about an apple. The tree is rotten. Yeah, yeah. So that, I, yeah. But I, then all the the other thing too, I will say is you know there is a lot of cases where officers kind of um, you know let certain things slide and they end up losing their lives. You know, so like that's it goes back to the, the to the case in point. Um, you know, if you're in their shoes you still have to go home to your, your family as well, you know? Um, yeah. It doesn't make it, it right. It, it doesn't. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's tough. No, I was just saying, yeah, it's yeah. tough. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make it right, but they're people too. That's that's what I be wanting to get get through to people. And everyone does their job differently, you know? Yeah, Calvin, you got an answer to, to Sonny's question? Uh, what was that question again? If you had that gun and that badge for protection, that shield, that you represent and that protects you, do you think that will change your demeanor a bit? Like, if you were in yeah. that situation? I definitely agree with what Tom was saying. Like, you know, when you're in that, that situation, I definitely think it'll change to a degree, but also think it's more important that you understand the power that you hold and you try to do the right thing with it. So I'll understand, like, all right, I'm a cop. I got a gun, a badge. I got, you know, a whole, basically, system behind me. Mm. You know, so I, I will have to move differently, more accordingly with that. Mm. And I and I would want to use that for good, you know, saying not for my own advantage on the street. Um, but I can see how you get one, you know, one month in, you learn the system, you learn things that you probably can get away with. And as I continue to go, like, it's crazy how people really killing young black boys and getting away with it. You know, yeah. They, yeah. they feel like they have no limit. Yeah, and that goes to my answer. Um, would I, if I was trained to, um, and that's what a lot of these officers are trained to do. If we take a look at the the George Floyd situation, there was four or five cops there, yeah. and four of them was all rookie officers. So if you were a rookie officer, you see that happen, and you train that you... You're not, you train that, number one, you got to go home at the end of the night. And number two, these niggas are savages and they will kill you if you give them the opportunity. What do you think you're going to do? And there's no penalty to doing it. You're going to abuse your authority because ain't no one checking you. And in their mind, if they don't overreact, or if they don't overuse their authority, they're going to die. So if I'm trained for that to be my perspective, of course, I'm doing whatever the fuck I got to do to go home, even if that does mean killing someone that I perceive as a threat, even though in reality, they're not a threat. Okay. 
So, so the reason why I asked this is because I've encountered two types of cops and both of these were at two different kickbacks, right? So the first type of cop I was at, um, I was at one of my homes. Where are you going? Sorry, Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> so I went to this kickback, right? So so I actually went to um, two kickbacks that were one way and then one kickback that was different. So the two kickbacks that I went to um, that were like, you had a bunch of officers in street clothes, right? And it was for my homeboy's birthday. So he's an officer. He's a police officer for real. He was in his regular... Using his regular regular clothes, like nothing, right? Um, like he just had regular shirt, shirt, you know, regular clothes, street clothes. All of his officers had street clothes on too, but they all made it a point, mind you, it's about 12 of these motherfuckers, right? They all made it a point to have their badge on the right side, all on the right side, their badge um, out in the front of their hip and then their, uh, their gun on the side. They were off duty. There was no immediate threat. Mm-hmm. we're all sitting and drinking you know smoking hookah having a good time celebrating this man's birthday and they feel the need to do that mind you so they're not laid back in their demeanor they just really braggadocious and mind you like there was like three dudes they they had to be like five 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 four some dumb shit they were kevin hart right and then they all like puffing out their chest like yeah i bet you i could beat your big ass yeah uh, da, da, da. talking shit but yeah, he got that gun. Mm-hmm. Like, he got that gun on his face. Like, yeah, how uh, how much you lift? Like, you know how <laughs> with insecurities and shit do. But anyway, I'm like, that's kind of odd. I'm like, I'm gonna let you have it because you have a fucking gun, and I'm gonna just be like, look, I'm gonna be the jolly big nigga. That's like, oh, you having a good time. <laughs> like, you know, with fuck, yeah, man, just celebrating his birthday. I don't want no smoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Smoke your little ass if you didn't have that gun. <laughs> like, yo. And that, that was the demeanor, like, you know, talking a bunch of shit. Even the chicks, like, there was like two chicks there. Like, they got that, they got that chest poked up. I'm like, wow, that shit really did change you, motherfuckers, huh? <laughs> I'll go to another kickback. I didn't even know these guys were officers. They kept it low. They kept it so low key. They tried to deny it and everything. <laughs> one was a damn like ranger, and the other one like they they were two um, street cops, and not like you would never know. They don't like to bring it up. So that's why I asked that question because you got some of these dudes. They just like yeah. I bet you I can take you. Yeah, with a gun, motherfucker. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Can't be a bullet, nigga. And it's like they 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 feel that power that they got behind them. You know, they in the police force, so they feel like they got all the other officers behind them. And now they had to, you know, they feel like they're able to poke their chest out. Well, yeah, because to them, they don't need to know how much they lift because you only gotta apply a pound of pressure to that trigger. You know? <laughs> And yeah, it, man, it I, that's why I asked because I'm just like, yo, like it, it's something about that shit that make you you just you can you defeat the up. world. Well, I mean, uh. look, if we, I know of three police officers that I went to school with, like from high school, and only one of them was really a solid dude. The other ones, I'm like, oh, yeah, we used to fuck with you. So I already know that if I encounter you on the street, you gonna try to bully me. Because we teased you in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I have this badge and this gun yeah. now. Yeah. 
They won't fuck And the thing me, is, Andre. remember yeah. that time at the lunch table? Yeah, you, like, you, yeah. you wait on that moment. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, if I seen you in real life, I wouldn't recognize you. The only reason I know who you are is because of Facebook. It's like your name. So if I saw you in the street, God you would damn. probably recognize me. I wouldn't remember you. Dre, they remember you, though. Yeah, oh, I remember yeah. you. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <Not a laughs> you. So for the, uh, for, the, for the record, guys, my... You know, my dad was a police officer oh, growing up, and uh, <laughs> I got to, so the pol- you know police actually uh, paid the bills. Uh, but now, uh, just to see it on a, uh, the opposite uh, spectrum, you know, that's why I stress that people are still human at the end of the day. Like for example, uh, some I remember my father was telling me about someone had uh, tested him. Was like, oh man, you think you you all big and bad because you got that gun and badge? He was like, I could take this shit off. You know what I'm saying? So I respect that. Yeah, I respect and, and that all day, all day. And 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 you know, it it does matter. Um, you know what what's in here first? What's it? What's what's in your heart? And who you are as a person? You know. And but yeah, guys, guys definitely test police officers just for the for, for the fun of it. You yeah, know? you just need to stop with these scary motherfuckers getting through the academy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of scary motherfuckers like, yeah, I'm going to show them. I'm going to pass these academy tests and I'm going to get my get back. Yeah. Like, stop. Well, stop it, Bob. Like, you need to not do this. And that's the thing with police. Like, you can, you know who is, who's for real and who's, and who's not. The police officers that's, like you said, Sonny, with their chest out, if you off duty and you got your badge and your gun, your gun and we, safe, we safe. we know what you about because <laughs> number one, every everybody know that in real life situations, you don't you don't have your gun on your hip. You only have it on your hip if you scared. In any other situation, even in a street situation, you might have your gun on you, but you don't want nobody to know that you got your gun because you only gonna use it if you have to. Mm-hmm. And these officers, you have it on your hip, let you know that's the first thing I'm going to. It's no hand-to-hand combat. It's, I probably won't even get in a, a verbal confrontation. The first thing I'm going to do is go to my hip because I don't know how to resolve problems any other way. It's, it's so crazy, man. These dudes, like some of these dudes, man, look, the good cops, see, look, good cops got to call out these dudes, man. They, yeah. they, 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 like some of these cops, man, they, they clown. Some, some are great officers and they do their job and they out here to really protect and serve all the people. Mm-hmm. But other ones, man, it, it just, you just yeah. use that. The badge becomes, when the, when the badge stops being a job and it becomes your identity and it's like what you leaning all, all your shit for, like, yo, at that same kickback, it was like, I guess he was slightly older, nigga. I don't know. He tried to, he tried to woo a, woo a chick with his pension. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of shit is this, girl? You know, you know, you still got that picture, girl. You know, tricking real hard, huh? <laughs> tricking. <laughs> I'm gonna get that five thousand. Look, it's still month. tricking because I ain't got it yet. Because I just <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna have it, baby. I have it, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anything else, though? Yeah, let me help you. Um, I think that really might be pretty much it for all our topics for today. That was a, that was a good time, man. Yeah. One good. time. No, too soon. <laughs> it's definitely random. Not on a rundown, but it just came to my head because you said good time like that. But J Lo and uh Alice Rodriguez no no longer together. 
Jalen oh. is just for the streets, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with that. She been for the streets now. <laughs> what if future say? What if future says because she's not wearing a McLaren or something? She for the streets. <laughs> you know, I mean, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. Wrong, but she got a track record. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Nah, but that's it for me, man. Yo. Uh, Always a pleasure connecting with y'all, man. Yeah, I guess before we go, anybody got any final words just so we can wrap it up? Um, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I stay safe, uh, man. Stay safe. Stay dangerous. Stay safe and stay dangerous. And stay healthy, Calvin. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, get better. Get your vitamins, bro. Um, yeah, already, yeah. And just also, you know, again, house in order. House in order. You can get that like on Red Bubble. You get that on Red Bubble. Um, I appreciate all the support and feedback. Um, like I said, this is this is not about obviously selling merch. This is definitely about questioning yourself as you know individuals, as men, even as women as well. Like, do you really have, like the shirt says, your shit together? So. That's my tidbit. Anybody else? Oh, you wanna you wanna say hi? Okay. Hi. Oh, all right, say hi. What up, man? Pancakes. Okay, there's no pancakes here. All right, Tom, we about to put you on mute. <laughs> all right, anybody else got something to say before we wrap it up and you know, lead the people be? Nah, man, we just, I just gotta say, gotta thank you for uh, the continuous support, man. And uh, just know, man, we, we getting better, yo. We getting better and it's going places. So keep riding with us. Stay, stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yep, stay, stay tuned. tuned. Yep. And in the meantime, and in between time, make sure y'all follow us on uh, social media. Instagram is WGB Podcast. Facebook, just put in what's good, bro. YouTube, just put in what's good, bro. You find this, follow, like, share. Um, if y'all got anything in specific y'all want us to talk about, um, definitely reach out. Um, our DMs is open. Uh, so, yeah, just hit us up, let us know, and we'll figure a way to incorporate that into our conversation. Absolutely. Yep. But until then, everybody be good. Sir, back in the studio next time. <laughs> God willing. Yeah, like, oh, well, yeah. Hey, but, all right, y'all.